Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. The Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents... This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another edition of Protecting America. I'm Rita Cosby. This week, President Biden met with China's leader in a cleaned-up San Francisco. But the leaders issued separate statements and gave separate comments. After the meeting. So, who won and who lost? Well, joining us now is the great Asia expert, Gordon Chang. His Twitter is Gordon G. Chang, and he's the author of The Coming Collapse of China, The Great U.S. China Tech War, and the just released China is Going to War. Gordon, who won this high stakes meeting? Well, Rita, it looks like the Chinese did better than we did. Now, we won't know for a little bit of time, but at least there are a couple of indications that make me a bit concerned. So first of all, although President Biden at his press conference following his meeting with Xi Jinping, he said, you know, the Chinese agreed to this, the Chinese agreed to that. But we didn't see Xi Jinping standing next to Joe Biden and saying, yes, I agreed to this and I agreed to that. You know, this brings what happened to mind, what happened in September 2015 when President Obama stood in the Rose Garden and said China agreed not to militarize the South China Sea and agreed not to hack our companies for commercial purposes. And of course, the Chinese did both of those things, violating the pledges that Obama said they made. So we got to really be concerned that this is going to be the same dynamic. You know, also soon afterwards, President Biden called him a dictator, and it looked like it was a slip because then, of course, the Secretary of State Blinken, who was in the audience, like visibly winced, like, oh, gosh, I can't believe he said that. Um, How do you think that plays? And what's the reaction, first of all, Biden saying that and then also Blinken wincing? You know, this is a really interesting subject. So, first of all, this is clearly what Biden thinks, because he said the same thing in June. Now, the Chinese in June and just a few moments after he spoke, they went ballistic. But first of all, it was good that Biden said that because it cut Xi Jinping down to size. But then the question is, well, if Xi Jinping is a dictator, then what are we doing inviting him onto American soil and sort of giving him a big, you know, big wet kiss? So. I think that really what it says is that, yeah, Xi Jinping is a dictator, but no, we should not have been talking to him, especially in these circumstances. What does it say also that it seems like the president and his secretary of state are on the same page? Well, you know, um, Lincoln is perhaps the worst secretary of state in our lifetimes. You know, by wincing, what Lincoln showed the Chinese was that he was afraid of China's reaction. And therefore, what he was doing was he was emboldening Xi Jinping um, to act even more aggressively in the future. So this was not good for us. You know, it's good to call out bad actors by their names. You know, and Confucius, the most important thing that Confucius said, from my perspective, is he talked about the rectification of names. Confucius said, you got to call things by their proper names. 
And we need to do that. We need to cut the Chinese down to size and say, yeah, these are bad actors, and we are not afraid of saying that. Obviously, Secretary of State Blinken is afraid not only of his own shadow, but Xi Jinping's as well. And Beijing's spokesperson, Mao Ning, told reporters after that statement came out uh, during a briefing, this statement is extremely wrong and irresponsible political manipulation. Your thoughts to the way Beijing responded? Well, you know, they're, they're always going to react and huff and puff when they're criticized. Um, but we got to remember that Xi Jinping demands that the Chinese people show absolute obedience, quote unquote, to the Communist Party and that the Communist Party show absolute, absolute obedience to him. So, yeah, he is a dictator, and um, he just doesn't want to admit it because it's not fashionable these days to be one. Um, but, yeah, the, we, we need to criticize the Chinese more all the time just to show that, yeah, we're not afraid of them. Where does the relationship go from here between Biden and President Xi? I think that... Um, you know, going back to your original question about who won um, the day, um, I think that the Chinese walked away feeling that they got a lot from Biden. Two things. First of all, by talking to Biden and setting up these channels of communication, it means that Biden is not going to impose those costs on China that are absolutely necessary to protect the American homeland and the American people. So that's a win. You know, we've seen this now for three decades where we talk to China, we talk to China, we talk to China, and we rarely impose those costs. So that's the first thing. And the second thing in the big win uh, for Xi Jinping was he got to speak to the American business community on American soil to try to convince them to put more money in China. Now, I don't know if he'll be successful in that regard, um, but the point is we should not be allowing this because the president of the United States should be encouraging American companies to leave China, not to commit more funds to that militant state. Yeah. What did you make of the fact that also President Xi was fed to this, as you talked about, these dinner party with a whole bunch of kind of who's who in business? And it was, I think, a $40,000 uh, plate or head, you know, uh, however you want to call it. I'm sure the meal wasn't worth $40,000, um, but $40,000 ticket to get in. What does that say? Well, that shows that the American business community is still obsequious. Because um, they know that Xi Jinping has been attacking foreign business, including American business. And Tim Cook, who was there of Apple, should have known better because uh, Xi Jinping is putting so much effort to support Huawei's phone over Apple's phone. And I suspect that if we look five, seven years down the road, Apple will have no more market in China because Xi Jinping really wants to make sure that uh, the Chinese market is reserved only for Chinese companies. So Tim Cook should see what's been happening. But yeah, he goes there and he praises uh, Xi Jinping. That's just, uh, that's pretty horrible, don't you think? I mean, it's hideous. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Yeah, it was stunning. Also, by the way, Elon Musk was there too. Your thoughts on that? We got to worry about Elon Musk. You know, if he just owned Tesla, you know, the Chinese could lean on him. You know, in in a sense, it's not good, but it's no big deal. But Elon Musk also owns SpaceX. SpaceX is critical to America's efforts to uh, control the space and to return to the moon. So um, I'm worried, as are people actually in Congress, that China will use its leverage uh, over Elon Musk with regard to Tesla to get what they want on SpaceX. That's a critical national security risk. And so I think that, uh, I mean, if I were president of the United States, I would have a serious conversation with Musk about uh, the effect on SpaceX. No, that's a great point. And of course, remember, his satellites were used um, in Ukraine early on um, in a way, in a good way, of course, at that time. Remember, so you're right. They could be used in very pivotal ways or nefarious ways, Gordon. Yes. And and, um, that's, you know, it brings up the general point that, uh, first of all, China has this leverage over American companies. We should be trying to reduce that leverage. Um, But it also means that for certain companies, um, there are important national security interests involved. And unfortunately, the Biden administration doesn't seem to be paying too much attention to that. Before we get to some of the issues, Gordon, your thoughts about Gavin Newsom really rolling out the red carpet for President Xi to the point where so many citizens in San Francisco, where this meeting took place, they've been begging to have the streets cleaned up, to have the homeless encampments moved. Couldn't happen. But suddenly President Xi is coming and they clean it up spotless. I'm sure a day or two later, it's all falling apart again. But the fact that they were so worried to impress the leader of China. Yeah, again, it, this just it just shows how bad things are in terms of the, the way our leaders react to China. You know, they apparently took a lot of the homeless off of the San Francisco streets and the Tenderloin and other places, and they actually bust them to the other side of San Francisco Bay to Oakland. Um, that's just wrong. Um, but clearly, um, if the mayor of San Francisco can clean up his streets for a dictator who, you know, malicious dictator. They certainly should do it for the residents of San Francisco. Yeah, absolutely. And the the residents are going, hey, what about us? You know, also, what I find so ironic at this moment when there are so many protests across the world, including across America, for people saying, hey, remember Palestinian rights, um, you know, calling for a ceasefire. China, 
has, what is it, about a million people that are being oppressed, the human rights issues with the Uyghurs, which are Muslim. Uh, where is the outcry on that, Gordon? Yeah, I mean, not only are we talking about oppression, we're talking about genocide, because both the Trump uh, and the Biden and State Departments made formal declarations of genocide. But it's also crimes against humanity, because there have been somewhere between one and three million Uyghurs who have been in concentration camps. We know people are dying in those camps because China actually built a crematorium between two of those facilities. There is rape, official rape. There's torture, um, imprisonment of children. Um, The crimes are unspeakable. And by the way, you know, Biden likes to talk about all these international agreements. Well, China and the United States are parties to the Genocide Convention of 1948. That requires us to prevent and punish, quote unquote, acts of genocide. I haven't seen the Biden administration do any of that. I mean, what they should be doing is they should be grabbing Xi Jinping, imprisoning him and sending him either to The Hague or better yet to Guantanamo. But no, we don't believe in our international obligations when it comes to China. China gets a free pass from US, on U.S. law. They have a basically a, not, a, not only a get out of jail card, but you're never going to jail card if you're a Chinese communist and you commit crimes in our country. Yeah, it is really stunning. And I think also, Gordon, uh, that moment, I think you and I even talked when it happened, when it was Secretary of State uh, Blinken in Alaska with Chinese officials, and he starts to bring up human rights, and they turn the tables on him and say, don't even talk about human rights. You have these people protesting in your streets, the Black Lives Matter. That was a classic moment, and like Blinken like shrunk like 20 feet. Yeah, well, that was an ambush, um, because Wang Yi and Yang Jiaxiu, China's top two diplomats at the time, didn't come to the United States to have constructive conversations with us. They they came here to create a public relations event. And Chinese propaganda after that was just focused on, on the lecture that uh, we, we got at the hands of the Chinese. And Blinken was basically, I mean, if Blinken had any guts, what he would have said was, look, you come to our country. We want to have conversation with you. You do this. These discussions are over. That's what Lincoln should have done. But of course, he didn't because he's like the weakest secretary of state ever. And uh, speaking of weakness, here we had this moment. It doesn't sound like from the readout of the meeting, it was a four hour meeting. It sounds like Biden just listened when he was with President Xi and doesn't seem like there's any reference to the spy balloon, which was such a very obvious and very huge public debacle for America. They finally shoot the spy balloon down the, after it goes across the country over our secret military installations. And our president doesn't even bring it up. Yeah. Well, it's not only secret military installations. These were nuclear weapons facilities. These were Maelstrom, F.E. Warren and Minot Air Force bases where we have all of our Minuteman three intercontinental ballistic missiles. It was Whiteman Air Force Base, where we have all of our B-2 strategic bombers, and Offutt Air Force Base in Omaha, Nebraska, the home of U.S. Strategic Command, which controls all of our nukes. So China's obviously preparing a nuclear weapons strike on the United States. And what does Biden do afterwards? He calls it, quote, this silly balloon. Well, no, it wasn't, because not only were they preparing to nuke America, 
they were also showing their utter disrespect for us by flying that large object over our country and saying, we don't care. You know, you may think you're in America, but we own America. That's what China was saying. And Biden should have been more than just a little bit funny about it. Yeah, he really uh, made it, uh, tried to diminish it clearly. You know, one of the things he said was accomplished in this meeting was they're going to agree not to use AI on nuclear weapons. Is that any sort of a win? And A, could we even trust China? Uh, by the way, their partner, of course, is Russia and Iran. It's not like they're agreeing to any any deal. Right. Well, first of all, you're right. I mean, you can't have a nuclear weapons discussion with just either Russia or just either China, because China and Russia are a pair and they form a durable coalition. Um, but there's another problem with this agreement, if it ever comes to pass, and that is it is unlikely to be enforceable because what we're talking about when we speak artificial intelligence are millions of lines of code. And I don't think that China is going to allow American and weapons inspectors to go through millions or tens of millions of lines of Chinese code. And we're not going to let them do that either. So although I can understand the impulse of wanting to keep AI, AI out of nuclear weapon systems, the problem is you just can't do it. So uh, this is not going to work out for us. Yeah. And one of the things, too, by the way, that just came out this week in the middle of this whole meeting, this came out from a House committee report, uh, Gordon, was that thousands of vials of biological substances, including some labeled HIV and a freezer marked Ebola, were found inside that secret Chinese-owned biolab in California, which, remember, at first the CDC and FBI didn't want to even investigate it was an illegal lab that was operated in Reedley, California, not too far from where this conference took place. It came to light last year. But now we're learning that these are pretty nefarious things that are going on. And then we've got also uh, the potential spy facility in Cuba. We have these, you know, police stations in New York and elsewhere that are Chinese run. I mean, what's going on? Well, uh, what's going on, Rita, is that China is putting in place the infrastructure to attack America from American soil. So in that Reedley, California lab, there were not only, quote unquote, at least 20 pathogens, there were almost a thousand mice that had been genetically engineered to spread disease. Now, at our southern border, we have an unprecedented surge in Chinese migrants. And yes, almost all of them are who they say they are. They've just given up on their country and they want to live in freedom. But um, Michael Yon, the great war correspondents, and the Rubin brothers have seen packs of Chinese males of 5 to 15 at a time of military age traveling without family members who pretend not to speak English. And U.S. Border Patrol knows that some of them have links to the Chinese military. And they're just being released into the U.S. like, oh, this is no big deal. So we've got to be extremely concerned that these are the guys who are going to go to Reedley, California, if it were still there, you know, take the mice and spread out across the U.S. to uh, create uh, an epidemic here. And indeed, they would do other things as well. But this is um, a failure of the Biden administration at a fundamental level to protect the American homeland from what is an obvious uh, preparation for sabotage terrorism, you name it.
And Gordon, as you talk about border, also the deal that the president did reveal, he said, okay, well, they're going to try to crack down on on fentanyl, these companies that are producing the chemical, which again are coming through that wide open southern border. Can we really trust that China is going to do anything to crack down on fentanyl when they have played such a huge role on fentanyl, which is killing more than 100,000 Americans a year? Um, no, we can't trust them. Um, you know, Biden at his press conference on Wednesday, right after the meeting, um, said, oh, you know, the Chinese are going to cut down on the sale of the precursor chemicals. And, you know, if you just listen to that without any context, you'd say, oh, that's great. But there is context. And the context is that in 2018, Xi Jinping, the same Chinese leader, said to President Trump that he was going to um, stop the sale of fentanyl to the United States. You know, we heard John Kirby, the uh, National Security Council spokesman, said Xi Jinping doesn't want to kill another American. Or he doesn't want to see another American die, is what Kirby said. Well, we got to remember that these fentanyl gangs, these Chinese gangs, are large, they're well-organized, they're international scope, and they could not operate in China's near-total surveillance state without the approval of the party. But it gets worse, Rita, because we know that Chinese diplomats give cover to the fentanyl gangs and that the gangs launder their proceeds through China's state banking system, and Chinese officials inspect every container that leaves China. So the only conclusion that anyone can come to is that killing Americans with fentanyl is Communist Party policy. And yet you have John Kirby saying, oh, you know, Xi Jinping doesn't want to see another American die. Well, you know, I'm sorry, John Kirby, you may work for Joe Biden. He may want you to say that, but you have a responsibility as a former admiral to the American people. And you are a disgrace. You are a disgrace to the uniform that you once wore. When you are saying something which is obviously wrong and it's going to result in the deaths of tens of thousands of more Americans, I'm angry. Yeah. Do you feel, I guess, overall, the policy has been one of appeasement? I mean, it just seems like there are a lot of things to say, but in action, you're right. It's completely unrealistic. It's obviously not correct. Clearly, the Chinese government's been involved in this and we have no way to monitor if they're going to even correct it, right? Yeah, we we can't. I mean, because uh, China's, you know, it runs a semi-totalitarian state. We can't go over there and inspect facilities. Um, You know, and we can all we can see is the fentanyl coming out of China. And, you know, I I just hope that, you know, that that Xi Jinping is serious. But um, the chances of that are point zero 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 zero. You know, so. The American people need to punish um, Joe Biden at the polls the next time that he puts himself up, because this is resulting in the deaths of Americans. And it's not just deaths. This is murder, murder of tens of thousands of Americans a year. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it is such a frightening cycle. And the fact that this president doesn't seem to want to relay it to the American public. And clearly it all goes back to the open border as well. Not only what's going on with China, but just the whole open border policy. There are so many issues here. Well, Gordon Chang, uh, first of all, everybody be sure to subscribe and share to this really powerful podcast. And Gordon Chang, thank you for all you do to keep our country and our world safe and for sharing this information, which you know 
all too well. It's really great to get your perspective. And boy, is it chilling and a lot to think about, especially as we're heading into election year, a big presidential election year. Well, thank you, Rita. And stay safe. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.